everyone, welcome back to episode eight of One More Thing. My name is Cody, I'm here with Andrew, our group's pastor this week. Um, if you didn't know, One More Thing is where we spend a few extra minutes talking about uh, this past weekend's message. Uh, so this past weekend, we uh, closed out our series of stories you thought you knew. And Andrew here preached on a familiar story in the Old Testament um, in the book of Daniel. My guess is you've probably uh, heard about Daniel and the lion's den before. I feel like it's pretty common, especially if you've grown up in the church uh, and some sort of level, you know that story. Andrew shared um, about how the book of Daniel is all about God's sovereignty and that the main theme is that God is in control. Um, during a time when the world was falling apart around um, the people of God. And uh, we were in chapter six of Daniel. Uh, so if you haven't heard this message or seen this message, go watch that first, then come back here. Uh, it'll make a little bit more sense. Uh, we dove right in and Andrew helped us look at Daniel and glean some insights on how to live for God and honor him in the current world that we live in. We know uh, from reading that the people of God were in exile. They were forced out of their homeland and Daniel is taken uh, from his family as a young boy and he's thrown into a life that doesn't look and it doesn't feel like anything that he was used to before. Um, but we see in his story that he rises through uh, the political system of his time and the life that he found himself in through serving and honoring the one true God. And Andrew posed this question. He's like, how? How did he do it? Uh, and he gave us these three points, which I thought were super helpful. One is that Daniel knew who he was. He knew who his, his what his identity was. Um, second was that Daniel knew uh, who he served. He was humble in the sense that he was focused on the one true God. Uh, three is that Daniel knew where his hope came from. I loved all three of those points. And so specific words of identity, humility, and hope was super helpful. But I really do love how Andrew ended his message. Um, he mentioned that even though God was with Daniel the whole time, uh, he was still thrown into the lion's den. And in the same way, even though God may not save all of us uh, from our troubles, the promise is that he will never leave, uh, never leave us and he'll never forsake us. But Andrew, if there's anything else you wanted to add, if now you've preached the message a few times, it's been a day, is there anything you'd like to add or you missed from this past weekend? Um, I don't know if there's anything I necessarily feel like, you know, needs to be added. There are a couple things that I, you know, obviously because of time constraints, which we could have gotten into more detail of. I tried to really focus on Daniel's story because I believe that's where the, the power and the, you know, the importance comes from, comes from scripture and God's word. And, you know, I think one of the things that happens when you do that is I rely a little bit more on people understanding the implications of what I'm teaching as opposed mm -hmm. to very specific applications. You know, one of the things that really talked about was the way that believers today tend to view the world uh, with extremes in terms of, you know, like you either run from the world and avoid the culture and uh, people who disagree with you, whether it's, you know, a different faith or, or anything like that, or you see people just kind of go off and compromise what they claimed to at least once believe. And uh, it's like, it didn't really matter. It wasn't an authentic part of their life. And, you know, what you see in Daniel is, is meeting in the middle of those two extremes where he is a man that doesn't compromise. Uh, obviously, if you read the story of Daniel in the lion's den, that's just one example where he doesn't um, cross a line, you know, that he doesn't believe can be crossed. But then you also have to think about the fact that, you know, he was a man who worked in, 
government mm -hmm. and not just, you know, it didn't have just some kind of low key job and he was a wise man and an advisor to the king. You know, if you look back in Daniel chapter two, I think it is. And you kind of realize this means that he was considered like a magician. Mm -hmm. uh, now, <laughs> you know, the way that we think of that in our modern uh, mind is probably not the same way that it was viewed back mm -hmm. then. But just that's not something you think about. You know, I think a lot of people in our day and age would hear something like that or think about what that would look like for us and immediately say, well, I can't do that. You know, Daniel, he um, he did the best he could given the circumstances that he was in. And, and we see, like I said, you know, he didn't compromise a lot of times. And, you know, for us, at least for me in my own life, it makes me think about how I live and really makes me question, you know, what I do and what I don't do, the relationships that I have, you know. Um, I think there's a lot of value when we think about and remember the fact that wherever we live, we're living in a mission field. You know, I was talking to uh, my group last night, actually, about this message when we were getting together and um, talked about how, you know, in one of the books I read to study this, I was reading parts of it to study this, the author, you know, shared how when someone goes, at least for us as Americans, you think about someone going away on a mission trip or a mm -hmm. mission field, and they might you know, befriend someone of a different faith or, you know, build a relationship with someone in another part of the world and, you know, who doesn't believe like them. And, and you know, we would say, well, yeah, that's, of course, what they're supposed to do, you know, build these relationships, mm -hmm. love your neighbor, all that kind of stuff. But then when we think about the way we live our lives here in the States and you think, oh, you know, why, why are you hanging out with that person? You know, why are you getting involved with those people? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the attitude we have. And, uh, you know, I think that you certainly need to be careful because you don't want to set yourself up for failure or set your family up for failure. But I do think that there's a, a lack of an understanding that we are more okay with that kind of stuff when we perceive it as something that happens out there, mm -hmm. over there, you know, whatever that means. But you know, we're, we're living in the mission field. The whole world, that's the way the whole world is. Like there's yeah. not some uh, special place where we don't we're not supposed to love our neighbors. We're mm -hmm. not supposed to build relationships with the people just because they're different than us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I, I think about all the implications of what that means when it comes to the kinds of friendships that we have, the kinds of uh, people that we connect with and communicate with, um, you know, what that looks like for believers in their jobs, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, wherever they work, just in a company, you know, kids going to school, uh, people working with parents, coaches, teachers, all, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just far reaching consequences to that when we try to to live like Daniel and and really be involved. Um, and it's challenging because there's so much of the time we think about being in the middle and we think about, or at least I think about as someone who grew up in the church, that passage where, you know, we're told not to be lukewarm. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you're hot, you're neither hot nor cold, so I'm gonna spit you out of my mouth. And But that's not what Daniel's doing because he doesn't, like I keep saying, he doesn't lose his conviction. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, he maintains his integrity. He doesn't cross these lines, but, he's still out in the yeah. world. And, um, you know, it speaks to the importance of influence. You know, the Bible talks about us needing to be salt and light. And in the sermon, I read the passage from the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus talks about what it looks like for us to be light. Uh, and I did that because the last time I preached not too long ago, I actually talked a lot about salt. Mm -hmm. uh, not that everyone just keeps track of everything that I say. But, you know, I didn't want to say the same things over yeah. again. But when you study salt, and especially when you think about the way salt was used back in the time of, of Jesus and what that would mean, you know, salt was really used as a preservative to keep things from going bad. And, and so, you know, there's a way to think about that. And I, I've heard this in other sermons and read this, you know, in books. So this is not something that's unique to me. But, you know, the implications of what that means is that if we're going to be salt, then we're supposed to go to the places 
that are going to go bad. Hmm. And, you know, so many believers have a tendency to try and avoid those places, you know, avoid those relationships, those those parts of the country, those parts of the city, those parts of town, you know, however you think about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we're going to to be that preservative quality, that beneficial quality, we can't do that if we're not a part of those Mm -hmm. those areas, those those jobs, those places, you know, however you want to phrase it. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you mentioned that right at the very beginning of us talking of we see those two extremes and I feel like we don't see a lot of good examples of someone that can live a life full of integrity, uh, but still be a part of the world that they're in. So it's cool that you were able to see that in the life of Daniel and help share that uh, with all the people who were here this weekend. So for for those of you watching uh, next weekend, uh, we, we're not going to have an episode of One More Thing because we're going to celebrate and honor Pastor Chris and his 20 years here at Mount Pleasant. So I want to invite you to join us either in person. I know Pastor Chris uh, would love to see you there in person or join us uh, online. Thanks again for tuning in. See you.